Welcome to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sorry we are coming to you late. Jim Michael and I couldn't get our schedules to mesh over the weekend. So it is Monday, and we are talking about Monday. Today we're doing a one-rep max deadlift, and then we're following that with uh, a partner, we're doing 10 by 250 ski, which means that each of you do five aggressive intervals and it should, uh, should go by pretty fast and hurt a little bit. It's a little inje- of an injection of intensity into the day after just picking up some heavy weight. Yeah, it's a really good combo. Um, you guys have the all posterior pull in the deadlift and make sure that you guys are controlling that bar um, from the top down. Uh, I would say take it back down to the ground on this one, mm-hmm. as well as you guys move into that ski, and it's the exact opposite. It's all anterior. So you guys can really kind of send everything you got out. The deadlift isn't going to take much out of what you guys can put into that skier, so you guys are going to be able to put in a lot of intensity into that. Um, and it's a good little combo. Just uh, a quick, short, explosive lift, followed by a pretty quick, short, and explosive burst of energy. Yeah, I did uh, this this morning, and my deadlift is nothing special right now because uh, I haven't been doing a lot of heavy lifting, but... The ski, my abs were fried because it's a very short window of work. If you're a fast skier, you're going to be doing it in under a minute, maybe even down to uh, around 40, uh, or I'm sorry, 50 seconds. Mm -hmm. And if you're not quite so fast, you'll be a little bit over a minute. But either way, it's a pretty aggressive little interval. So go really hard. You get your partner to use his rest, and then you get to go hard again. On the deadlift, lift heavy. Um but be safe. We're using this to start a cycle of deadlifting and we're also going to be doing front squats with it. So we got to test those movements to see what we're going to base our percentages on. So lift some heavy stuff, but please also walk out of the gym today uh, and walk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, On to Tuesday. Monday we begin with the strength, but Tuesday we're going to begin with our wad. It is four time with a 20 minute cap. Uh, It's a rep scheme that we've seen many times. It's 21, 18, 15, 12, 9, 6, and 3. And it is Tota Bar and Burpee Boxovers. Um, On the Burpee Boxovers, guys are going to be going 24 inches high by the small side of the box, so 20 inches. And ladies are going to go 20 inches high by the small side of the box, 24 inches. Um, It is a Burpee Boxover, so you guys can stay low to the ground. You guys can uh, get up on that box. You don't have to stand up all the way before you hop off that other side. Uh, but really, on the bird box over, it's just about consistency. Just one rep at a time. Don't sprint there, I'd say. Um, this is going to be a chippy one, absolutely. I'd say the rounds of 18, 15, and 12 are going to be gritty. Yeah, I think if, if you're going to sprint somewhere, it's going to be the little rounds. Uh-huh. And be really smart about the round of 21. Uh, honestly, I, when I do a workout like this, my, my thought process is I'm going to get through 21 and feel like I'm now starting the workout because you can you can go way too hard and those first 21 reps can really wreck you and that first 21 is like a quarter of the workout so if you go in steady you'll be able to keep that pace and maybe even speed up instead of going out too fast and burning your grip and just burning everything yeah and i think this one is going to be uh it's definitely toes to bar i'd say even if you're pretty proficient i would probably break them up pretty early 
Um, it might be faster for you guys to actually break them up and do quicker, smaller sets than to try to go unbroken every single round. Um, just because the burpee and the toe to bar are a lot of anterior snap, um, kind of closing the hips there and bringing the knees up to the chest is that movement. And if you guys go unbroken on the toe to bar, it might cost you a little bit in the burpee box over in a way you don't expect. It's going to be very, there's a very small pool of people who have any business trying to go unbroken. Yeah. Or will actually do better going unbroken. So yeah, yeah the almost everybody should be thinking two to three sets on the toes to bar mm -hmm. and then getting back into the burpee box hops where you really control the workout with the pace absolutely right after that we're gonna do we're gonna spend 10 minutes with our jump ropes again uh, we did this a couple times before we got through the open uh and so we're gonna continue working on it we want you guys getting better at double unders or singles or even triples if you want to work on them what we do with these 10 minutes is we kind of set out a structure so maybe you're working on getting 20 double unders consistently. Then do five sets of 20 or seven sets of 20, whatever kind of time you have, uh, that you can actually get through, how many reps you can get through in that 10 minute window um, based on how much rest you need. And then try to nail each of those sets of 20 without making any mistakes, right? It's not about trying to do a bunch of frantic fast double unders, it's about trying to control so many reps very well so that next time we can come in and try to do 25 because we gain control of a smaller set of repetitions. Um, this kind of linear build-up structure has worked really well for a lot of people in learning this relatively simple, simple skill of, of jumping and spinning a rope. So try to really think about where you are right now and work to get a little bit better there so that we can jump forward. It's not about where you want to be, it's about where you are today so that you can create consistency to create improvement. Absolutely. Um, on to Wednesday, we're going to return back to some strength. Uh, we have four superset rounds and you guys have a four minute clock for each round. It is five to 15 strict dips on the rings and then three pull up negatives. Um, Really, this is a uh, great strength for people that are trying to build muscle-ups. I would say if you guys are working on muscle-ups, this is one of the best ones you guys can do. Uh, the strict ring dip followed by the pull-up negative. So for the 5 to 15 strict ring dip, we're looking for you guys to hold a proper hollow. Make sure that if you guys are scaling that with a band, you guys use a scale that allows you to still hold the hollow. Um, so make sure that you guys have the heels together. Make sure that you guys are trying to keep the abs and butt engaged. 5 to 15 strict ring dips is pretty difficult, I'd say. Um, 15 is on the upper end. Do you want this in one set, Phil? Yeah, it's one set. So so really that leaves the range for somebody who can squeak through a couple dips mm -hmm. or somebody who's got a lot of dips and can yeah. do a really strong set of 15 and then shut down. Um, the goal here is to hold good position, like John Michael said. So we shouldn't be after just more reps. We should be after good control of our body and then maybe seven reps is right but eight or nine we start to fall apart and we should back off that's kind of the idea if you're using a band i would say do fewer reps and use less band make mm -hmm. it more difficult rather than super easy uh, because the place where you're going to get the most help from the band is the bottom of the dip which is also the most difficult portion of the dip and that's also where one day you might catch a muscle up so you have to have the strength to recover from there um, use less band, do fewer reps, and work harder to do it. If you need to go to boxes, we'll set up boxes and we can do box dips. Um, we're trying to build strength in our, in our triceps to press better here. Yep. Then with those pull-up negatives, uh, we want you to work as slow as you're capable. So some people, a five-second negative is a huge effort. If you're someone who's got 10 strict pull-ups, then that's not such a big effort. Maybe try to make it a seven or an eight-second negative. 
um, slow down your descent and show more control so that you can get stronger because of it. Uh, the negative is a super effective way to kind of break apart muscle tissue to damage it in a healthy way that allows it to grow stronger, uh, come back stronger when it does regrow. So that's what we're after here. We're trying to create positive change, and that's going to look a little different for everybody. So if you're feeling like you're not doing anything when you do a negative, then slow it down and take longer to do it, and you'll start to feel like you're doing a lot more work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, following that, our workout is a 13-minute AMRAP, and it is very open-esque. It is 100 double-unders, 75 wall ball shots, 50 dumbbell snatch, and then 25 bar muscle-ups. And that is going through it once. If you guys get through it once, you guys go back up to the top and you guys begin with 100 double-unders again and you start again. Um, so let's start with the double-unders. Scaling that, I'm gonna say we're probably gonna do a uh, time scale. Yeah, we'll say 90 seconds is your max. You should be done with 100 in 90 seconds or less. Yep, and then we move on to our wall ball shots. Uh, 75 wall ball shots is a good chunk. It is written at a normal pound for guys, normal for ladies, so it's a 20 and 14 to a normal height. Um, we saw this in the open in that final wad, so we're all probably pretty familiar with the wall ball shot. Really here, I'd say my suggestion for you guys would be, um, I don't think it's a bad strategy to do 25s if you have um, the capacity. You could absolutely um, try to go unbroken. I don't know if that's gonna be the best way to get through it, but. I wouldn't suggest unbroken to too many people. Nope. Uh, I'd say start with 25 and mm -hmm. then and then let it trickle down. It's not about how big a set you do. It's about how long the ball spends sitting on the floor before you do your next set. Uh, you can do very quick sets of five and get through 25 reps a minute. It's entirely possible. It's just difficult. So stay closer to the wall and don't be afraid of small sets. Be afraid of long breaks. Mm-hmm. You get through those 75 wall balls, 50 dumbbell snatches, we're alternating arms. So that means every even rep is going to be on my right arm, every odd rep will be on my left arm. Uh, we can transition on the floor or in the air. My preference would be to see you changing in the air because the way this workout's built, it really forces you to keep moving if you want to have a chance to clear around and start over. Uh, you, you can't afford to rest much. So changing in the air keeps us fluid, keeps us moving. I would recommend going with a lighter dumbbell if you can't do an aerial change with that 50 or 35. Maybe lighten the load so you can move fluidly and, uh, and try to get better at applying force with your legs to aid the movement and not just yanking with your arm. Then lastly, those 25 bar muscle ups. So here's how I've got it set up to scale. We can either substitute a chest to bar pull up if we need to. Uh, or a regular pull-up or use bands, right? That scales all the way down and just do 25 of those. Or we can reduce the number of muscle-ups if we are able to do that bar muscle-up. I want it to be less than four minutes of work, no matter how you slice it, all right? Because getting to the end of this workout, we're probably gonna have a little bit of time when we finally hit that last movement, but it's probably not gonna be more than four minutes. So I want people to be able to push and think that maybe I can get through these and then come back to the beginning of the workout. So set yourself up with some sort of scale or adjustment to that that allows you to have a chance to get done with those 25 reps or that gymnastics work in four minutes or less. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a really fun one. I think Phil nailed it. It's just rest management. Um, I think on wall ball shots, I'm going to try to start off with 25s and I might even trickle down to a 15-10. Um, and just a quick rest is going to be way more efficient than massive sets where you walk away from that wall. Uh, same thing with the dumbbell snatch. I think it's definitely doable to do them unbroken, but it might not be a bad idea to do some quick sets 
and just shake out the arms real quick, let it sit there for a second, and then begin that next set to get through. Um, following that, we're gonna do a little bit of a cool down. We're just gonna do some, um, some stretching for you guys, some sit up and reaches, uh, and then we're on to Thursday. Thursday, we are gonna spend a little time doing mobility work on our calves, hamstrings, and our ankles, because those are gonna be huge players in the force transfer that we need for our workout. We're just gonna have a high intensity workout this day. It's an opportunity to really try to tear the hinges off the door, uh, or I guess tear the door off the hinges. I mean, you could tear hinges off a door or you could tear door off hinges. It depends on where the hinges are best anchored. Are they anchored on the wall or the door better? Hmm. These are questions to ponder this week. I think, I think the door is less secure. It's less of a concrete object, so the wall is more likely to have better anchor points. Yeah, but do you ever rip a hinge out of the wall? out of the door. I always rip them out of the wall. They always come out of the wall every time. They never mm. come out of the door. So maybe the saying is flawed. Mm, that could be fair. I think we just broke a saying. Mm, I like it. <laughs> well, right. what, what are we ripping off? Anyways, what is the workout? So the workout's Christine. So we want to do these three rounds for time as hard and fast as possible. It's a 500 meter row, 12 deadlifts at body weight, and then 21 box hops on a 20 inch box, so a relatively short box. Uh, this is an opportunity to really tear things up and go hard. I've seen this workout done just over, was it just over nine or eight minutes? I can't remember. Um, definitely under 10 minutes I've seen. It will probably take more like 12 minutes for, for the average person, but put yourself, put yourself on your red line and see if you can stay there. That's, that's what this kind of workout invites you to do because the, Deadlift, depending on your body weight, it's probably not that terribly heavy, uh, considering what our one rep maxes often are. Uh, if it is too heavy to move really smoothly and effectively, then consider maybe dropping the percentage of body weight and using 75% of body weight instead of 100%. But it's a low box, I guess, at least for guys. Um, it's a standard box for ladies. So we're looking at rounds that we can move pretty quickly through and should be pretty aggressive with the pacing on. Uh, Personally, this is one of my favorite workouts. I do love to row, and uh, deadlifts suit me well. Uh, it's just it's one of those ones where if you are willing to put yourself in a slightly painful place on the rower and save a couple seconds, you can, you can really do some damage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually remember doing this one. It looks like last time we did it was January 14th. Um, it's almost a year ago. Yeah, January 14th is the last time we did this. Um, so if you guys did write down your score for that, if you guys remember logging that, uh, it was January 14th of 2019 that we did this workout last. Um, so it's a great way for you guys to get a benchmark, see how you guys are coming, see how the progress is going. Um, and if you guys have an old score, absolutely see if you guys can beat it. Like Phil said, this is one where you set your hair on fire um, and you just run with it. So. Uh, I'd say give it everything you got. It's going to be a really nasty one. I really like this one. And the 20-inch box is for men and women. Is that correct? Yeah. Everybody uses the same height. What did you get? Uh, yeah, I got the same date. Or did you say 14 or 15? I've got 115, 19. I might have done it the day after. You must have. I have 114, 19. All right. We'll go with that. Um, yeah, what was, your, what was your score last time? Do you have it written? Let me check and see if I do. All right. I might, I might not. Well, while he pulls that up, let's move on. 
Uh, that's all we're going to be doing on our Thursday is Christine. We just really want to prep well, get our confidence up, and then attack that one and see how hard we can push it. No, no score. No, no score for me. All right. Well, you get to you get to do you get to tell us our score next week. Absolutely. I remember doing it, but I didn't log my score, so uh, oh. it'll be a good way for me to to get a benchmark now. I can put it in, and next time we program it, we'll get to see how we do. Right. So Thursday's just Christine. Let's get after it. Let's go really hard. Let's put in a huge effort and, uh, and see what we can do. On to Friday, where we're going to establish a second one rep max for the week. We're going to the front of the leg uh, and lighten up our quads, trying to find a one rep max on a front squat. With this, like I said, with the deadlift, we are going to begin a cycle of building strength with those two movements. So we're going to use these one rep maxes to start our percentages and understand what 60% looks like and how that should feel for a set of seven or eight reps um, and so on and so forth. So we're going to be using these numbers very directly. Make sure that you get in, get after it, and then write that stuff down so that we can reference it as we try to build strength with those lifts. Yeah, this day looks a little bit different. Uh, the one rep max days don't look as, um, I don't want to say balanced, but they just don't have the strength followed by a general Metcon that we would always see. Um, so just because it's a little different doesn't mean that it is not really beneficial for you guys. Make sure that you come in. I know that today it's the deadlift and the ski, um, and it looks a little bit different. Uh, it just doesn't look like it's as much work. Um, but if you guys do a solid one rep max deadlift, that has huge benefit for you guys. Um, and same thing with that ski. It's a, it's a very little amount of work, but you only really need, if Fran's a good example, you only really need uh, two to three minutes to put yourself in that pain cave to get a good result. So make sure that you guys are coming in for this one. Um, following the strength, we're gonna go into some accessory work. It is five rounds and you're gonna rest one minute between each round. 30, to, uh, 30 seconds to one minute, you guys are going to do a handstand hold somewhere in between that time. And then we're gonna do 10 to 20, we'll do V-ups here at Cadre. Um, and up at CLE where you guys have more of the GHG sit-ups well, machines, you got, guys might do GHGs. Yeah, we've got 10. I just wanted to throw okay. it out there. So people, I would encourage you to experience different things, right? If you've mm -hmm. never used the GHD before, then maybe talk to your coach and they can show you how to use the GHD and you can get a couple rounds in on the GHD. But be a little careful with it. Um, obviously at CLE we're a little more familiar because mm -hmm. we've got 10 of them, so we use them a little more routinely. Uh, yeah, you can kind of, you can mix and match. You can pick your poison. It's, it's just some, some ab work. It's a nice little set to, to kind of grab the abs and burn them up a little bit after we've done that front squat. Uh, yeah, these rounds, they're really about control and moving the body well. We've been working on the V-up, trying to be more fluid and controlled with it so we don't end up having a bunch of flops and sloppy reps where we kind of, well, there's no better word for it. We flop. Yeah. out of the repetition we've been trying to balance that out and make it smooth and continuous so this is just another chance to work on that uh the handstand hold if you're really good at it start trying to separate from the wall if you're awesome at it maybe you can just hold in free space uh, most of us we're still working on holding against the wall we can do this by flipping up having kicked over or we can wall climb into it Wall climbs are a really good way to set a strong hollow position and then push the floor up overhead. Um, I'm, I'm opening it up to anything. I just want you guys to get upside down, try to brace the body, control the position, and be more comfortable with inversion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the minute of rest is there so that you can recover your breathing a little bit and feel confident enough to go upside down again. Yeah. Um, 
For the one at maxes, make sure that you guys come in also because these are gonna be used for our cycle. Um, so this is how we're gonna base what we do off of. Um, yeah. Without a one art max number, oh, you reached that? Yeah. It said all that. Without a number, we can't know percentages, man. Yeah, it's hard to do math off of theories. All right, well, since you said that, um, Saturday, <laughs> last day, we're gonna do something a little bit different. We're gonna do a team of three. It's been a couple weeks since we've seen this. So well, in a pre-open, team Pre-open, right? Yeah, yeah, pre-open. Um, in a team of three, you guys are going to row 3K, and then 150 kettlebell swings, 100 pull-ups, and 50 wall climbs. And you guys can split this work as you desire. Uh, kettlebell swing. I don't have a weight on it. I'm just going to put a note on it that says, heavy enough that you don't want to do more than 15 reps in a row. Hmm. Um, so this, this weight should not be a peanut. It should be something that you have to respect. Because if you look at it, three people breaking this up. If we do it evenly, everybody does 50 swings. That's not all that many swings. So we shouldn't be able to hold on and do 45 of them every time we pick up the kettlebell. That's too light. Yeah. I'd say this is going to be a fun one with you and your partners. Um, you guys can push pretty hard on your chunk. If you imagine you're basically doing um, one part work and two part rests over and over and over again. So you're getting about twice the rest that you work. Um, assuming that you and your partners are pretty evenly balanced. So make sure that on that row, you guys are being good and communicative. And at the same time, you guys can push pretty hard. Um, if Phil and I and uh, another person are partners, I'm gonna push pretty hard on my five. If we do, we say we do 500 splits, because I know that I'm gonna get a solid K of rest before I have to get back on. Um, so you guys can feel free to open up the gates a little bit. Um, send it a little bit on this workout, you and your team, and just see what you guys can do. Yeah, yeah, it's when you've got that much rest, when mm -hmm. you've got a two to one, well, a, a one to two work to rest ratio, yep. then you can afford to, to sprint. Yep. Basically, this is a series of sprints. Um, when you get down to those wall climbs there at the end, yeah, just be smart and be safe, right? Uh, if, you're, if the floor is really sweaty, maybe dry it off before you do your next rep. Yeah. I guess you guys don't really deal with that on the turf, but up at CLE, uh, make sure you're not gonna slip out and end up on your face because because the conditions are dangerous let's just be safe but still work hard and move fast absolutely yeah i like this week there's a good amount of heavy lifting there's a good amount of um gymnastics and accessory and then we got a few wads in here that are very much going to be really good for you guys to build metabolic conditioning um workouts where there's just nowhere to hide you guys got to get in and you got to be willing to just kind of push yourselves yeah i really like they're they're very similar in time frame i guess christine and and that uh open style the 13, 13 minute, minute amrap yep. yeah i'm excited for those too but absolutely well christine's one of my favorites of all time and then i really liked i really liked putting together that little chipper that's that's gonna be a good time yep all right guys well <clears throat> Sorry this came out late, but hopefully you're able to get something out of it. We'll be back this weekend, uh, and until then, we'll see you in the gyms.